Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. From SAP Center at San Jose, we've got another game, the San Jose Sharks and the St. Louis Blues at the Shark Tank. Drew, we've had a very interesting couple of days, and I feel sorriest for one group of people, the guys that are going to do the trade deadline show tomorrow for four hours, and they'll have nothing to talk about. Or am I wrong? They'll have recaps. Let's go back and see who made trades, and they'll, they'll do recaps. Um, it's always funny watching those because sometimes you just you get nothing but banging your head against the desk to wait for something to happen. That's the, the nature of the NHL trade deadline. I go back to what David Quinn said about three weeks ago is, why aren't they guys making trades now? For like David was saying when they talk, we were talking about Timo. He goes, if you're, a, if you're a team that wants Timo and is in it, why, not, why aren't you going after him now? Because points are important. Well, it's, it's even more than that. You need to integrate the player into yeah. your culture. Yeah. And that's the big flaw of the trade deadline is that I've seen so many times it looks beautiful on paper, and then it takes a couple of weeks to work it out. And by the time you work it out, you're eliminated. Like, it depends on how many of your guys you're bringing in, right? Right. Like Toronto brought in a lot of guys. And then they got spanked last night by Edmonton, who brought in one guy. They brought in an echo last night, played great. I remember when we brought, when the first year we made the playoffs, and we brought in Alfie Dowling, which changed our team completely. He was such a, dy- a, a dynamic player for us. He was such a, a great leader in the room for us. He was such a wonderful guy to have around. So when Alf came in, when Alfie Dowling came, came in, he was fantastic for us. One guy was easy. Toronto, three, four guys, that's tough. But the one thing I, I, I go back to what David Quinn said too about this, this whole situation. And you say, well, it's hard on the guys, it's hard on this. You know what? It's, it's being a professional. But you, you can't let that get in the way of going, out, going about and doing your job. That's what Logan Couture said to us yeah. on the air. He said, this isn't that hard. We're in the yeah. NHL. I mean, this yeah. is what we have to do. It's what we're paid to do. Yeah, absolutely. So focus. You're sorry to see guys leave, you know, because um, you, you go through a season with a guy and you become very close. You're sorry to see him leave, but it is part of the, part of the job. So the last couple of games have hurt quite a bit. Oh. Uh, they, they, they lose to two teams that they theoretically should beat. And now the Sharks find themselves, ironically, in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. They're only a point ahead of Anaheim. They're right there with Columbus. They're right there with Chicago. These are all teams that are, in quotes, in that sweepstakes now, it seems. Fewest wins amongst all those teams. Mm-hmm. San Jose Sharks. Fewest home wins, for yeah. sure. And I, I, I did not think it was going to be like this. I thought... I thought that they would be... More like Detroit? More like Detroit. I thought they'd be right there and, and playing some really meaningful games in March and April. And they will be meaningful games depending on wins and losses and the, the Conor Bedard sweepstakes. This homestand, I thought, would be better. It hasn't been. 
And there's been a variety of reasons that you and I have discussed on the radio several, several times. My, my problem is that some of the old habits have got back into their game. And the old habit of giving the puck away has gone back in their game. The guy that we're seeing on the ice right now, and you can hear it in the background, working his edges, Kapo Kakinen, is not a problem. James Reimer has not been a problem. Kapo's been taking over most of it. If you look at his numbers, it's been terrific. But the team defensively has had some lapses, and they've, and they've caused their own problems by giving the puck away. That's one thing that has plagued them all year. I thought David and his coaching staff had it solved. They didn't. The last two games have been extremely disappointing. So these next two games against St. Louis tonight and then uh, Washington on Saturday could be, not could be, will be important for the guys to start feeling like a team again and playing like a team again. How does this happen? How do the wheels fall off the cart after all the work you put in? You lose focus. You lose focus. You look at, you, you lose your drive. You lose whatever, whatever is your why. And um, I, maybe you're confused by what it, what is going on. Maybe, maybe, and that's so. Then go talk to your coach. Go talk to and start looking at videos. I teams go through ups and downs all season, but the Sharks' downs have been extended, and the Sharks' ups have been too too little. Um, you know, you lose you lose your top goal scorer. You're gonna. It's gonna, you're going to suffer for a while. And Timo was out a long time before, well, not a long time, but a few games before they, they um, started, they lost him to the trade. But overall, I think that, that to me, you've got to play the simple game. If you're the San Jose Sharks, and David's been talking about it, you've got to play the simple game. Everything's got to go below the, the hash marks. Everything works below the hash marks on the goal line. When they play that game, they're good. They, they are they're a team that, that can give people problems in the offensive zone. But the power plays has scored two in their last... One for 21. One for 21, okay. And it's like, I think, in, the, in two games for the la, in the last 16 or something like that. So that's straight up. Um, and defensively, I, like I said, I think they've, they've got a little lax. That's why David has been working with them uh, to close gaps and skate to, to finish and... They got to play. Their their style of game is going to be a hard game to play. It has to be a hard game to play, and maybe they're just getting a little bit fatigued right now. I don't know, but they need to they need to turn it around. You still got six weeks left of the season. Well, that's right. Now, wanna, I would be remiss if we didn't say thanks to Mikey Acemot for doing a good oh job for gosh, the twenty games he was here. Really did a great job. He's got a good opportunity to go to the Tampa Bay Lightning and really make a big contribution on that team uh, in their playoffs. And you notice everybody's loading up to try to deal with Boston. Bruins signing David Pasternak oh. today, by the way, $11.25 million a year for eight years. Uh, that's going to get a lot of uh, rumblings around the league, and certainly Timo Meyer's agent, Claude Lemieux, is going to be looking at that with some interest. But uh, but also, you know, you see Teddy Bluger moving over to where? Vegas. I'm trying to keep track of all these yeah, moves. Uh, for tonight's game, yeah. uh, Kasperi Kapanen is going to be playing for the St. Louis Blues against the San Jose Sharks in a kind of a quiet acquisition. And i got to be honest, I've always liked him as a player. I always thought that he's been very competitive against San Jose whenever we've seen him play. And, of course, I remember his dad pretty well, yeah. too, because we're both getting old. But <laughs> but uh, this, is, uh, this is another interesting situation. Blues are winless in six games. They're clearly just trying to retool everything. Uh, Craig Berube came out and was very, 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 very demonstrative in his criticisms of the hockey team. And uh, maybe we can get into the psychology of that, but, uh, but Chief was not happy. He said about his team that the top guys have not performed. 
and not perform very well. And he, he was asked why, and he goes, I don't know, but you should go ask them. I'm paraphrasing. You should go ask them. Maybe they just don't care about the team. Robert Thomas, one of those top guys, just signed an eight-year deal, big money, was asked about it, and he said, Craig couldn't be more wrong. He could not be more wrong. You know, and I try to lead by example, blah, 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 the stuff the players always give you, which what you should have said was, you know what? We are going to change that. We are going to get, I care about team, and we're going to make sure guys do, everybody's got it. And they've struggled all year long, though. They have struggled all year long. They can't score goals. Jordan Biddington's been up and down. Jordan Biddington sometimes is is the guy that you saw in the Stanley Cup Finals, and then other times he is... Attacking people. Exactly, going after people, losing his mind, lost his focus. <laughs> so this team is this team is just not performed the way they want, but they're still dangerous because they still got a lot of good hockey players. I go back to the days of Mike Keenan, one day that he and Dirk Graham were at each other's throats. Sharks, uh, outstanding yeah. scout. And uh, Dirk Graham was standing up for his teammate, and Mike Keenan was right in his face and, uh, and so forth, and they were yelling at each other, and Dirk Graham apparently stormed out, as the story goes, slammed the door shut, and Mike Keenan qu- quietly sat down and said, I love that guy. Yeah, well, I see that. that's a Daryl Sutter thing, too, you know, where Daryl Sutter learned it, right? Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, you got to light the fire. And sometimes it's, you're going to pit yourself against the players. And... That's what Craig was doing. Craig wants to fire him up. And you can't argue with Craig's success as a coach. No, not at all. A 900th hockey game in the career of Eric Carlson today. We're very excited about that. And we're certainly excited about the revitalization of the rivalry between the Sharks and the Blues. Second of three meetings on the year. The only one in San Jose. And Drew and I hope that you're tuned in to the Sharks Audio Network, whether you use the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital, whether you listen online at sjsharks.com slash listen, or if you tuned in in one of the many other ways, including including on our terrestrial radio affiliate network. We are happy to see you. We're on the air at 7 o'clock. Sharks and Blues, that's it for the morning skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.